evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson. Tonight, the frustrating thing about the news media, no matter how horrible they are, is that you need them. You can't understand the world except through the news media. That's where all of our information comes from. Can't really change that at this point, but we can go into it with open eyes. And so you should know that the thing about reading the news is even when it's not intentionally dishonest, and often now it, it is, no matter what the intent of it, the first draft of the story that you read is always wrong. Not sometimes wrong, always wrong. Occasionally in small ways, sometimes in big and utterly distorting ways. Dewey defeats Truman, Iraq has nukes, Russia bombed its own pipeline. Stories like this are laughably untrue. They are an inversion of the truth, which inevitably emerges later. And at times it's unintentional. They just made a mistake, they got it wrong. But more often on the big stories, the ones that change policy, they are lying on purpose. So how do you know whether they're lying on purpose or whether they just got it wrong by accident? Well, when the story trends on social media, you know. That means that somewhere there's a tech executive who's decided to crank up the propaganda dial in order to manipulate you. It's really not so different from what the North Korean state news agency does. When there's a famine, they start promoting stories about record rice harvests, so you wouldn't notice. So with that in mind, it would have been worth pausing for a moment in skepticism when you saw that phone, that story in your phone yesterday about how Russia had bombed Poland. Poland is a member of NATO, the North American Treaty Organization, so are we. That means if Russia were to attack NATO, then we could very easily be obligated to attack Russia back. Russia has the largest nuclear arsenal in the world. So that would be inevitably, by definition, World War III, hundreds of people might die. So this was not a small story. It was Archduke Ferdinand and Sarajevo stuff. This story came, as it so often does, from the Associated Press, citing, again, as usual, a, quote, unnamed senior U.S. intel official. So according to this unnamed intel official, Russia had launched an entirely unprovoked first strike against Poland. The Russian military had lobbed missiles into Polish territory, thereby killing two Poles at a farm. So by definition, it was time for Europe and the U.S. to invoke Article 5, the collective defense principle, and begin a total war on Vladimir Putin. President Zelensky of Ukraine agreed with this. The U.S. must declare war on Russia in the wake of this story. Watch his reaction. What we warned about a long time ago happened today. We've been saying this. Terror is not limited to our national borders. It's already spread to the territory of Moldova. And today, Russian missiles hit Poland, the territory of a friendly country. To fire missiles at NATO territory, this is a Russian missile attack on collective security. This is a very significant escalation. We must act. This is a Russian missile attack on collective security. In other words, not simply on Poland or on Ukraine, but on the United States. This is an attack on the U.S. by Russia and, quote, we must act. So this is a man with some moral authority. This is the only head of state in the world to receive a Vogue photo spread this year. This is a personal friend of Sean Penn and Ben Stiller's. And here he was commanding the U.S. to lead the Third World War immediately. So as we said, this was not a minor AP story. The only problem was it was completely and utterly wrong. Zelensky, the unnamed American intel officer, and the Associated Press had all been trafficking in dangerous misinformation. That became clear within a few hours when pictures of the exploded missiles surfaced on social media. People who know a lot about military hardware started asking questions about this stuff. So they looked at a picture of a fragment of the motor from this destroyed missile, and they noticed that the ordnance was an S-300 system. Now, the S-300 system 
is only being used by the Ukrainian military, not the Russians. So it could not have been a Russian military attack. Somehow, Ukraine had bombed Poland and killed people. That's true. And within a day, the Pentagon, NATO, and even the government of Poland all were forced to admit that. That's what happened. Ukraine did it. But here's the interesting thing and the thing that is relevant to us. Ukraine never admitted that. Zelensky kept lying on television. So when you run a country where the free press has been banned, as it has been in Ukraine, you may not realize that the rest of the world is not required to believe you. You can't throw them all in jail. So he kept telling you what you knew was not true. Quote, I have no doubt that this is not our missile, he said today. I believe that this was a Russian missile based on military reports. Again, that's not only untrue, it's a lie that could get millions of Americans killed. So you have to ask yourself, is it time to stop backing this guy? Could the risk be too high? He's lying on purpose to get us into a war? Maybe he's not worth supporting in the first place. Maybe he's just another corrupt Eastern European strongman in a tracksuit getting as rich as he can from American handouts. That might be the lesson, but that is not at all the lesson that the Biden administration is drawing from what just happened. Watch former Raytheon board member Lloyd Austin explain that even if the missile attack was from Ukraine, it's still Russia's fault. This explosion was most likely the result of a Ukrainian air defense missile that unfortunately landed in Poland. And whatever the final conclusions may be, the world knows that Russia bears ultimate responsibility for this incident. So this is not what we would refer to as evidence-based reasoning. What you're hearing from the Secretary of Defense is that Ukraine lobbed a missile into Poland and killed Poles, but you need to continue to send billions to Ukraine to fight Russia. Just want to bring you uh, the latest on that uh, developing story we uh, brought you from Poland, because you remember uh, we told you that a senior US intelligence official says that Russian missiles have crossed the border into Poland, which is a NATO member killing two people. And of course, uh, NATO membership confers uh, protection for uh, any nation. It means that uh, an attack on one member of NATO is an attack on all of them. Uh, of course, Ukraine is, is not a NATO member, which is why uh, NATO has not come to uh, its support militarily in terms of boots on the ground. Well, we are hearing that uh, the Polish Prime Minister has ordered an emergency meeting of their National Security Bureau this evening, and, uh, of course, we'll bring you any more developments as they come in. Now, that's Sky News uh, talking about it. And now let's listen to Sky's rival. This is BBC, which is the British Broadcasting Corporation. And the Brits are a little bit more, uh, well, well, how would I say, uh, cautious when it comes to the BBC because of certain government rules. They, they actually have a three-source rule they still use at the BBC, uh, which doesn't always follow through with other major broadcast networks around the world. But the three-source rule of the BBC pretty much holds true to today. So this is what the BBC was reporting about it yesterday. It is very clear that a missile that landed along the border between Poland and Ukraine was made in Russia. It is very clear that the war that is going on in Ukraine is primarily the result of Russian efforts. 
It is very clear that the war in Ukraine is the fault of Vladimir Putin because his forces started it. They are the aggressor. They invaded. But it is not clear why Russian-made or Soviet-era-made missiles, to be more accurate, ended up in Poland. Could these missiles have been SA-2s, which are anti-aircraft missiles, that were tracking Soviet-made missiles that were launched from Russia? All of which is being looked into. Let's listen to how the Polish government is handling this, as reported by the British Broadcasting Company, the BBC. Hello, I'm Tom Watts with the BBC News. Poland's government has appealed for calm after two people were killed by a missile that landed near the border with Ukraine. President Andrzej Duda said the missile was Russian-made, but at the moment he could not confirm who was to blame. Of course, we know that all day Russia was attacking Ukraine with rockets, but we don't have any conclusive evidence at the moment as to who launched this missile. The investigation is still underway. I deeply believe that the investigators will clarify that. It was most likely a Russian-made missile, but this is all still being checked out. Some Polish military units have been placed on heightened alert and aerial surveillance has been increased. President Duda said Poland was highly likely to request formal consultations with its NATO allies. President Biden has met leaders of other NATO countries at the G20 summit in Indonesia to discuss the incident in Poland. The leaders of the European Union and the Japanese Prime Minister also attended. After the meeting, President Biden expressed his support for Poland as it investigated what had happened. We agreed to support Poland's investigation into the explosion in rural Poland near the Ukrainian border. And I'm going to make sure we figure out exactly what happened. Our empathy simply goes out to apparently two people were killed. And, uh, and then we're going to collectively determine our next step as we investigate and proceed. There was total unanimity among the folks at the table. The blast in Poland was preceded by a wave of Russian missile attacks that left a fifth of Ukrainians without power. Now that's Sky News uh, talking about it. And now let's listen to Sky's rival. This is BBC, which is the British Broadcasting Corporation. And the Brits are a little bit more, uh, well, well, how would I say, uh, cautious when it comes to the BBC because of certain government rules. They, they actually have a three-source rule they still use at the BBC, uh, which doesn't always follow through with other major broadcast networks around the world, but the three-source rule of the BBC pretty much holds true to today. So this is what the BBC was reporting about it yesterday. Welcome to Tucker Carlson. Tonight, the frustrating thing about the news media, no matter how horrible they are, is that you need them. You can't understand the world except through the news media. That's where all of our information comes from. Can't really change that at this point, but we can go into it with open eyes. And so you should know that the thing about reading the news is even when it's not intentionally dishonest, and often now it, it is, no matter what the intent of it, the first draft of the story that you read is 
always wrong. Not sometimes wrong, always wrong. Occasionally in small ways, sometimes in big and utterly distorting ways. Dewey defeats Truman, Iraq has nukes, Russia bombed its own pipeline. Stories like this are laughably untrue. They are an inversion of the truth, which inevitably emerges later. And at times it's unintentional. They just made a mistake. They got it wrong. But more often on the big stories, the ones that change policy, they are lying on purpose. So how do you know whether they're lying on purpose or whether they just got it wrong by accident? Well, when the story trends on social media, you know. That means that somewhere there's a tech executive who's decided to crank up the propaganda dial in order to manipulate you. It's really not so different from what the North Korean state news agency does. When there's a famine, they start promoting stories about record rice harvests, so you wouldn't notice. So with that in mind, it would have been worth pausing for a moment in skepticism when you saw that phone, that story in your phone yesterday about how Russia had bombed Poland. Poland is a member of NATO, the North American Treaty Organization. So are we. That means if Russia were to attack NATO, then we could very easily be obligated to attack Russia back. Russia has the largest nuclear arsenal in the world. So that would be inevitably, by definition, World War III, hundreds of people might die. So this was not a small story. It was Archduke Ferdinand and Sarajevo stuff. This story came, as it so often does, from the Associated Press, citing, again, as usual, a, quote, unnamed senior U.S. intel official. So according to this unnamed intel official, Russia had launched an entirely unprovoked first strike against Poland. The Russian military had lobbed missiles into Polish territory, thereby killing two Poles at a farm. So by definition, it was time for Europe and the U.S. to invoke Article 5, the collective defense principle, and begin a total war on Vladimir Putin. President Zelensky of Ukraine agreed with this. The U.S. must declare war on Russia in the wake of this story. Watch his reaction. What we warned about a long time ago happened today. We've been saying this. Terror is not limited to our national borders. It's already spread to the territory of Moldova. And today, Russian missiles hit Poland, the territory of a friendly country. To fire missiles at NATO territory, this is a Russian missile attack on collective security. This is a very significant escalation. We must act. This is a Russian missile attack on collective security. In other words, not simply on Poland or on Ukraine, but on the United States. This is an attack on the U.S. by Russia and, quote, we must act. So this is a man with some moral authority. This is the only head of state in the world to receive a Vogue photo spread this year. This is a personal friend of Sean Penn and Ben Stiller's. And here he was commanding the U.S. to lead the Third World War immediately. So as we said, this was not a minor AP story. The only problem was it was completely and utterly wrong. Zelensky, the unnamed American intel officer, and the Associated Press had all been trafficking in dangerous misinformation. That became clear within a few hours when pictures of the exploded missile surfaced on social media. People who know a lot about military hardware started asking questions about this stuff. So they looked at a picture of a fragment of the motor from this destroyed missile, and they noticed that the ordnance was an S-300 system. Now, the S-300 system is only being used by the Ukrainian military, not the Russians. So it could not have been a Russian military attack. Somehow, Ukraine had bombed Poland and killed people. That's true. And within a day, the Pentagon, NATO, even the government of Poland all were forced to admit that. That's what happened. Ukraine did it. But here's the interesting thing and the thing that is relevant to us. Ukraine never admitted that. Zelensky kept lying on television. 
So when you run a country where the free press has been banned, as it has been in Ukraine, you may not realize that the rest of the world is not required to believe you. You can't throw them all in jail. So he kept telling you what you knew was not true. Quote, I have no doubt that this is not our missile, he said today. I believe that this was a Russian missile based on military reports. Again, that's not only untrue, it's a lie that could get millions of Americans killed. So you have to ask yourself, is it time to stop backing this guy? Could the risk be too high? He's lying on purpose to get us into a war? Maybe he's not worth supporting in the first place. Maybe he's just another corrupt Eastern European strongman in a tracksuit getting as rich as he can from American handouts. That might be the lesson, but that is not at all the lesson that the Biden administration is drawing from what just happened. Watch former Raytheon board member Lloyd Austin explain that even if the missile attack was from Ukraine, it's still Russia's fault. This explosion was most likely the result of a Ukrainian air defense missile that unfortunately landed in Poland. And whatever the final conclusions may be, the world knows that Russia bears ultimate responsibility for this incident. So this is not what we would refer to as evidence-based reasoning. What you're hearing from the Secretary of Defense is that Ukraine lobbed a missile into Poland and killed Poles, but you need to continue to send billions to Ukraine to fight Russia. So Tucker obviously has a different perspective on it. Fox News has a different perspective on how they present things compared to some of the others. But this is all an important lesson. And the lesson is this. Uh, I disagree with Tucker's narrative when he tries to, you know, blame everything in media on, you know, just like he doesn't seem to understand that that social media is tweaked up to be able to push the story. He blames right away social media executives. And this is where guys like Carlson just doesn't get it. You can actually boost stories. You can aggregate materials that are being shared on social media. You can trip the algorithm to make it spread further. You can even sponsor it using advertising. And who would do such a thing? Well, Ukraine for one thing, uh, other countries for another, or just people trying to make their website more popular. If, if you have a news website and you want to encourage more people to go to that website, well, therefore you might put up a sponsored post or you might share it a little bit more or you might more aggressively hire teams of people with multiple accounts to be able to share it to be able to trump the algorithm so that it trends it's a marketing technique unfortunately in this case a marketing technique that could lead to dangerous consequences and those consequences could be a global war so let's be more careful as someone said to me about jumping to conclusions and my post in a social media group that was meant for other Filipino Americans. Uh, and uh, I have to admit, the person was actually somewhat correct, even though he didn't quite understand my intention of posting breaking news because that was just something he never learned to do. And uh, well, that's just his perspective. Mine is different. Mine is come up with what's new and provide it to people because that is what is called news and then let people decide but also correctly so you also have to look at the various different sources 
to find out what is happening and what is going on. I'm Mike of New York, Mike Cohen, and this is my Mike of New York podcast. The lessons learned about lessons in life. Have a great day. God bless you. God bless me. And God bless these United States of America.